0: expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. hey there welcome back to the align nutrition podcast this week i'm going to be talking about emotional eating when it's okay when it's not and how to know the difference we're going to explore strategies in this episode we're going to identify how you can manage it moving forward so first and foremost let's talk about emotional eating for a second let's define it let's bring some structure What we're covering. We hear the phrase emotional eating thrown around a lot. And I have to say, as a dietitian who's been helping people heal their relationship with food for 10 years, I've seen it in varying degrees. Some people might be feeling a certain emotion and also be hungry for a snack and conclude, oh my gosh, I emotionally eat. Or they may just feel stressed at certain times and find themselves eating or snacking or picking. Or other people may find that they're turning away from food. They don't have much of an appetite when they're feeling strong emotion. So there's this varying level of how intense the emotion is and to what degree you're acting it out. I've seen clients who it's really deep-rooted in a childhood and eating or not eating is more in a punitive or self-loathing type of way. So I want to bring again some context around that and how we might be talking about it today so if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking these tips are so silly they wouldn't help me in the least then chances are there might be some other things going on if you listen to this and you find that oh my gosh you know what sometimes I do that and I would like to maybe check in with myself and and see what's going on underneath emotional eating for me So if this is something that you've struggled with for a very, very long time dating back to childhood, you might also consider working with a therapist. Really when we're thinking about food and emotions, they've gotten mixed up a little bit, right? So for some of you, again, these strategies might help untangle them. If you're aware of what you're feeling for others of us, we might need a therapist who is going to be able to go deeper into the feeling part to help you define what your feelings are. I realize that this sounds so simple, um, but it's not because a lot of us who are turning to food when we're feeling emotions are often doing so because we're not checking in with ourselves. We're not aware of what we're feeling. So I want to really normalize this and encourage you on in this process without you really pathologizing yourself. So if we we are thinking about whether we are in a state of flux with emotions so like I said, we're always feeling things. We're always feeling emotions. They're coming, they're going all the time. And we are also hungry or in the mood for a snack or tired or sad. I don't want us to, again, pathologize what we're doing and say, oh my gosh, I am just out of control. I'm emotionally eating. You can be experiencing emotions and eating at the same time. The problem becomes when you're not ever aware of what you're feeling or you're only turning to food and that's all you have going for you. Because really at the end of the day, the only thing food can solve truly is hunger and satisfaction. So it leaves us lacking when we're looking for more from it. But with that said, sometimes it can help for more maybe mild situations, you know you've been there, you had a long day, Nothing really that exciting happened and you remember that you had made some cookies the other day and so you find yourself eating them at night and you feel guilty because it's like the most exciting part of your day. It was so good, but that stuff, that's okay. Um, You know, we live live our lives, they're ordinary sometimes and food can be exciting. We can receive pleasure from eating. If you remember when I talked about diet culture in that episode, we were really talking about kind of that morality that it almost has puritanical roots of what happens if you actually like what you're eating is it sinful is it indulgent so i want to separate some of that for you as well it's not sinful to like food or get pleasure from it and i want to also note that some people cope with uncomfortable feelings and unmet needs by eating, overeating, binge eating, or food restriction, turning away from food. A lot of times when we hear emotional eating, we think about the overeater, but other of us might be turning away. So again, I want to make that distinction. The point here is to start getting in touch with what's going on. So as we continue to move through this episode, you're not going to hear me say to you you cannot emotionally eat that is a terrible thing let's eliminate it but i'm also not going to say hey go ahead go ahead and do it because often when we are turning to food to deal with emotions or unmet needs we need to check in we owe it to ourselves to say hey what am i feeling and what do i need right now oftentimes the very act of turning to food is an indicator For some of us, that something is off. Something's going on. Let me tell you a story about a client of mine. She found that she would often find herself eating potato chips at night after work she didn't like her job she was in an unhappy relationship and frankly deep down she was very angry she felt trapped and resentful a lot of the times and so what we did is we had a post-it note on her bag of chips and it simply said you're angry And so for her, it wasn't that she couldn't go on and eat the potato chips, but she needed to be aware of the anger that she was feeling and maybe something she might want to be doing about that. You're probably listening because you want expert help changing the way you think about food. If you're tired of piecing together random information and doing this alone, we have everything you need in Realign Community, where for only $79 a month, you get live support from me, weekly calls, videos and worksheets, a community Facebook group, and email support so you can figure out where you're stuck and take action. You can check that all out at realigncommunity.com. So I'm going to walk you through some different strategies and some ways that you can approach emotional eating to know, hey, is this something that is maybe you need to be tending to something else right now or eating or doing both. So let me, let me give you th- some of those examples. So the first thing that you want to do is kind of like my client example, you want to be able to catch yourself in it. So if you find that there's a certain time of day or certain situations or certain people that you're around that you end up feeling as though you're eating emotionally, you might try and look at what are, what is the correlations here? What is the connection? So you want to say to yourself, what am I feeling right now? And that feeling might be uncomfortable, but maybe you can get a little more specific. You can go into fearful, angry, sad, joyful, disgusted, surprise, shame. Those are some of our bigger emotions and then there's different ones underneath of that. So if you're fearful, you might be edgy. You might be nervous. You might be scared. You might be worried about something. If you're angry, you might feel hostile, irritable, resentful, or vengeful. If you're sad, you might just be feeling gloomy or hopeless or lonely. You might be feeling joyful, whether that's amused, happy, satisfied. It's not always negative emotions. If you're feeling disgusted, you might also break it down a bit and and see whether you feel contempt, appalled, or repulsed. This is a good one if you're also turning away from food. Surprised. Are you amazed? Are you shocked? Are you startled? Are you disappointed? Shame? Are you embarrassed? Are you feeling guilty? Are you feeling humiliated? So we can really drill down into what am I feeling right now? So then from there, we move into what do I need right now? So oftentimes we might need some help. We might need to plan this out. You might need to even think of this ahead of time. I'm going to break it down into a few categories here. Do you need distraction? Support? Do you need to deal directly with a feeling? Or do you need to give yourself some self-care? So let's go through this. You're feeling a certain way. You're becoming aware of it. Step one. Sometimes that's all we can do. But if you can move on to step two with this need, you know how that is. Sometimes you want to call a friend or text someone or talk to someone or engage in a support group. But other times you just need to change your environment. You need to watch something funny, listen to some music, go out with somebody. And then other times this feeling is telling us something. It's prompting us something. How do you deal directly with your feelings? Is it a difficult phone call that you've been putting off? Is it a couple of tasks that have been on your to do list that are overwhelming you? Is it a feeling that you just need to sit with and it's uncomfortable and it's hard, but it'll pass? Is it getting it out, processing it, writing it in a journal? Is it talking with a therapist? Is it some simple self-care? Have you had a harried week and you find yourself emotionally eating because you haven't had any alone time? You haven't had time to check in. You've overscheduled yourself and you need to set some limits around that. You are tired and you need to sleep and take a nap. Getting disconnected from technology. And so it's, it's, we're really looking at what do I need right now and breaking it up distraction, support, Dealing directly with a feeling and self-care. So as I was saying before, you could find yourself eating emotionally and choose to do that. But then ideally, you're also doing something that's going to help with the feeling, especially if it's something that's coming up perpetually over and over and over. You're dealing with that. So in that case, you might be eating a cupcake at night or going out for a little walk, and then when you come back, maybe having a snack when your emotions have calmed down for a little bit. We can do both. We can do neither, or we can do only the food piece and forget to check in. As you can imagine, it's a very imperfect back and forth process, but the important part is being able to understand the differences of our emotions, food, and how do we manage that? by going through this process over and over and over again. And I hope that for most of us, it gives us a chance to come to know ourselves and our needs better. I think a lot of times we see it as so negative, but if you're emotionally eating or emotionally turning away from food, for someone else that might be yelling at a spouse or shutting down or even turning to drugs and alcohol, like there are other things that we do we're tending to get disconnected or using it as a coping skill so it's not you know that you're a bad person because you've ever done this and it's up to us to to try and change it and check in one of the things that i want to close with is oftentimes emotional eating leads to significant food guilt because we feel so negative we're already feeling a feeling then we eat and we feel trapped we feel hopeless we feel stuck in this process so A lot of times, what will end up happening is how do you deal with food guilt? How do you deal with emotional eating? And I'd like to invite you to a free training that I'm putting on September 15th through 18th. I'll be running a live mini training walking you through strategies and steps just like this to overcome food guilt. We'll break it down specifically reason by reason. And I hope that you'll end the week feeling educated, supported, and with an action plan. Visit the link in my bio on Instagram at Align Nutrition to get your workbook and sign up for the emails. You can also email me directly at support at for more information. Until next time. thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.